Yermia chapter 17. Chapter 17 is a very long chapter and is filled with many interesting passages, many interesting ideas. But we're doing 929. Every day we do something about a chapter. So in this chapter, I've decided to speak about the end of chapter 17. The end of chapter 17, beginning in verse number 21, Actually, I'll even begin in verse 19. God said this to me. So go to the gate in which the kings of Judah enter and leave. And all the gates of Jerusalem. Listen to what I have to say, O kings of Judah, and all of the Jews, all of Judah, and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, who went through these gates. Verse 21. So God says the following. Thus says God. Guard yourself for your own sake against carrying masa, a burden, on the Sabbath day and bringing them through the gates of Jerusalem. Nor shall you carry out burdens from your houses on the Sabbath day or do any work but shall sanctify the Sabbath day as I commanded your ancestors. And then the next verse says they refuse to listen, they harden their amkshayoref, stiffen their necks, refuse to listen. And then in verse 24, God says, the word of God, if you do obey, if in fact you do obey, not to carry these burdens, masa, through the gates to sanctify the, the Sabbath, not to do labor, then and the reward, if you do this, that through these gates shall enter kings who sit upon the throne of David with their officers riding on chariots and horses and the people of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And the city shall be inhabited for all time. Leolam. But in verse 27, if you refuse, you insist on carrying the burdens and bringing them through the gates of Jerusalem on the Sabbath. And I will cause a fire to consume the gates of Jerusalem and consume the fortresses of Jerusalem and it will not be extinguished. So here we have, interesting, at the end of chapter 17 of Yirmiyahu, a discussion, a description, statement about keeping the Sabbath 
Specifically, what's interesting, specifically the word that appears in one form or another six different times is the word masa, which means something that you carry or a burden that you carry. It's interesting to think about the emphasis specifically on the Shabbat. Of course, we know that in the Torah, the Shabbat is a central commandment. One might say that in the book of Exodus, certainly in Sefer Shemot, if you had to pick out one commandment, it's got to be the Sabbath, which of course is a lengthy commandment in the Ten Commandments, in Aseret HaDibrot, but it's also found in the Book of the Covenant, which is what Moshe tells the people afterwards. It's also found in conjunction with the Mon. They were not allowed to go out of their homes and to collect the manna, the Mon, on the Shabbat. And it's found on, in two different places in conjunction with the building of the Mishkan, both in the initial command to build the Mishkan sanctuary and in the actual building of it, it is adjoined twice with the Shabbat. And on top of that, we also know that in the beginning of the book of Exodus, when Moshe goes to Paro and asks permission for the people to go to the desert for three days to serve God, Paro says, Why would you cause them to have a Shabbat, not to work? When you work for Pharaoh, there's no Shabbat. When you work for God and building God's temple, there is a Shabbat. Torah insists on the Shabbat. So one might say the covenantal mitzvah of the book of Exodus is the Sabbath. Having said all that, it is interesting that in Yirmiyo we have a focus on the Shabbat at the end of chapter 17, and it recalls for us at least two other places where there's a mention of the Shabbat. One that comes to mind immediately are statements that we find in the previous book of the Bible, which of course is Yeshayahu, the book of Isaiah. And there, in two chapters, he specifically singles out the uh, Shabbat. One is in chapter 56 of Isaiah, which begins, Ko Amar Hashem, Shimru Mishpat Yeshayahu says to the people, observe what is right and do what is just. My salvation is near, will come soon. My deliverance will be revealed. Happy is the one who does this. The one who holds fast to it. One who keeps the Sabbath and does not profane it and keeps his hand from doing evil. And then Yeshayah continues famously, Let not the stranger or the foreigner say, who has attached himself to God, that God will separate me from God's people. The eunuch shall not say, I'm a withered tree. For thus says God, to the eunuchs who keep my Sabbath, and choose what I desire, who hold fast to my covenant, for those people I will establish within my walls 
a monument and a name, Yad Vashem. And that's the promise given to these outsiders, one might say, to the Sarisim, to the eunuchs, to the B'nei Hanechar. In verse number 6, B'nei Hanechar, Halovim HaRashem Ushato, Uyavad Shem HaShem Uyotlo Lavodim, Koshomer Shabbat Mechalolo, Machzikim Bivriti. And for those foreigners, strangers, who keep my Sabbath and uphold my covenant, for them, Vaviyotim Ohar Kotshi, I will bring them to my holy mountain. The Simachtim Bevet Tfilati, I will cause them to rejoice in my house of prayer. Their sacrifices, their burnt offerings, and their sacrifices are welcome on my altar. And what's interesting there is that Yeshayahu singles out the Shabbat. Similarly, in chapter 58 of Yeshayahu, he also singles out the Shabbat. That's the chapter that describes the people crying out to God and asking God the question, why don't you look favorably upon us? Can't you see we're fasting? We're engaged in fasting? And God's response in Isaiah 58 is that your fast is not acceptable to me, not favorable to me. But the fast that I prefer, in chapter 58, verse number 6, this is the fast that I desire, Pateachatsubot Resha, Hater Agudot Nota, unlock the fetters of wickedness, untie the cords of the yoke. Shilach Ritzutzim Chavshim, send the oppressed ones free. Uchomota Tenateku, break off every yoke. Kuopares Loraev Lachmecha, share your bread with the hungry. Aliim Rudim Tavibayit, take the wretched poor into your home. When you see the naked coven, do not ignore your own kin. And then, then God will be with you. Then God will favor you. At the end of this chapter, Isaiah 58, verse number 13, If you refrain from trampling my Sabbath, Perhaps literally it means walking on my Sabbath, doing your labor, your work on my holy day. But rather, call the Sabbath delight, Oneg. Call Lord's holy day honored. Keyboard and Oneg. Honor it, not go your own ways. Not looking to your own affairs. Odds. Then you can seek the favor of God. God will cause you to stride upon the heights of the earth. So we have twice in Isaiah, and the second, the first, Isaiah 56, is the classical reading on fast days. Isaiah 58 is the Haftorah for Yom Kippur morning. Very striking. So there we have an emphasis on the Shabbat, and in Jeremiah chapter 17, we have an emphasis on the Shabbat, but it strikes me that there's a different emphasis. We'll have occasion to revisit this later in Yirmiyahu as well. In Isaiah, it seems to me that the focus of the Shabbat is what you would say is tzedakah or mishpat, to deal with people justly and fairly. We have to remember that the Shabbat in the Torah 
is a day, and the Torah emphasizes this very much, is a day in which your people who work for you, your slaves in the Torah, they don't work. Everybody rests on the Sabbath. So it's a kind of, and the Torah says, remember, you were once slaves in the land of Egypt. There's a sense of social justice that the Torah identifies with Shabbat. And I think in Yeshayahu, that is very evident and very very emphasized. Here in Yirmiyahu, I think, certainly he's not opposed to social justice, but here the focus seems to be on something else. And the word that's interesting over here in Yirmiyahu, 17, appears six times, or variants upon it, is the word masa, a burden. And it has to do, I think, with a focus. In other words, the focus has got to be away from myself and my needs, and the focus has to be on what is right in the eyes of God, which of course includes dealing fairly with the other person, very emphasized in Yirmiyo as well. But the focus over here is that not it's not about me. It's not about what my burden is or my needs are. Not at all. Set that aside. Don't think about what, in the narrow sense of what my needs are. Think in the most, most much broader sense about my needs, communal needs. Is a focus here upon the public spaces. The public spaces, the kingship, the politicians, the leaders, and of course everybody. So we have two different great prophets talking about the Shabbat in very striking fashion. It's not something you expect to encounter either in Yirmiyahu or in Yeshayahu. Each one emphasizes a different dimension of the Shabbat. The Shabbat as a day of of rest for, for all. The Shabbat as a day in which our focus, our thoughts, are away from our own immediate needs and more focusing on what is right and what can be done to make the city a sacred place. The focus on the burden, not my own burdens, but what is right for the larger community and the focus, of course, on the gates of Jerusalem which, of course, is the temple.